Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS RID 399801. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome. We have Eugene Merman on the show today. Long overdue to have Eugene on the show. I don't know why it took this long. Might be my fault. Might be because he lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, let's blame it on that. Brooklyn. I have some upcoming shows. Uh, November 5th, Jersey City, sold out. So don't bother with that one. November 6th and 7th, Boston Comedy Festival. I'll be doing some crowd work shows. Uh, November 8th, Fun 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 Fest in Austin, Texas. December 10th, I'll be at Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. Uh, I'm going to be adding some shows in Buffalo, Albany, D.C., Baltimore really soon. Those are all confirmed shows, but tickets are not on sale for those last few that I mentioned. I think you'll you'll be able to figure it out. Follow me on <coughs> excuse me, follow me on Twitter at Todd Barry and go to uh Toddbarry.com for these show dates and stuff and uh watch my crowd work tour special slash documentary on Netflix if you like. And uh go to feralaudio.com for all your podcast needs. They put on this podcast and a bunch of others. Check them out, feralaudio.com. And here is Eugene Merman. Okay, we're live now. Okay. Ah, I thought that would be a better opening. It was, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> we're, we're, this is a slow opening. We're easing into it. It's early. It's 12.20 p.m. Yeah. What's up, Eugene? What did you do today? Uh, I, haven't done, I haven't done that much. You're sweating. Uh, well, I was, oh, I was just walking here. From, okay. Uh, yeah. You were so excited to walk here. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was in the village and then I was walking here. I had a call. So I was standing, I had a, I wore a jacket and it's not, you don't really need a jacket. I know. I'm always, I'm bad about that. I'm always the guy who, uh, needs a jacket or put on a jacket when he shouldn't have put on a jacket. Yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. Sorry, uh. Sorry it took so long to get you on this podcast. Oh, no. It's um, weird. You know, we've been, I've been traveling, you've been traveling, I guess. That's it. true. Yeah. I mean, I got like a hundred under, under my belt. You think you would have been in the first 30. It's true. <laughs> I would have. But, you know, I'm glad to be in the first 130. That's good, because it gave me time to get really good at this. Yeah. What, uh. Yeah, you're naturally disarming. <laughs> How come you don't have a podcast? Um, I don't know what I would do, uh, but I will That at didn't some stop point. me, man. Uh, I mean, I'm on, you know, I do, I co-host Neil's podcast. That's uh, true. A lot, but um, yeah, I don't have my own. I will at some point, maybe. You don't, yeah, I don't. I. It's fun. Yeah, you don't need one, man. No, but it, it's, it's. You don't need the extra half a million a year. It's true. What would I do with that kind of money? <laughs> I make half a million a year with no advertising. Oh, wow. Just from subscriptions? Just, just uh, PayPal. Pa- Patreon? <laughs> pa- just uh, is that what it's fans in, like, the, the, in uh, the Netherlands and Scandinavia. cookies and cash. Just like 16-year-olds. Like, they'll like, here's, here's $100,000. Yeah. Socialism there works so well that they can afford to pay for your podcast. <laughs> I had fun at your wedding, Eugene. Yeah. That was a good time. That was, I knew that. I knew you if you had a wedding, it would be a fun wedding. It totally was fun. Yeah. Is that a nightmare, planning a wedding? It wasn't a nightmare. It was just... You know, a lot of work for a, like a day of fun, but it was really, really fun. And then we were just looking at photos today because somebody sent like, here's all the photos they had. And it was such a good time that, but yeah, it's, it's like planning, it's like planning a comedy show that's got no, no stand up. Is that, no, I don't know. <laughs> and if you don't book someone on that show, they're like, why didn't you book me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was great. It was, you know, 
uh, delicious food and a good time. It was. What was the food again? I forgot. From a restaurant called Canteen in Provincetown. That's really good. Oh, wasn't there like um, shit? I remember it was. Uh, what was? Well, there was a. a I've been whole, to like ten whole, weddings. Uh, there was the whole um, roasted pig. Yeah. Pig roast. That's a good time at any wedding. That is that was good, and that was a little dessert bar, right? Yeah, pies. Oh And then my there was God. the ocean. Remember the ocean? The ocean. Just the ocean that was there. Oh yeah, by the ocean. <laughs> the actual. The you're actual talking about the ocean. actual. Oh, I'm not like. And then we served the ocean, and thought, people had to drink cups of ocean. I thought that was some sort of whipped cream dessert. Then. No, no, no. I meant literally. Like it was pretty because. It yeah, was that by was the ocean. pretty, man. That, that whole thing was good. Yeah. You, so when you made the when you made the uh, invite list, I, I would be so terrified of. Uh, well, I think leaving someone out. Yeah, I mean, and there were people actually that I really wanted to invite, but there was also like a finite amount of space. And it's also like, you know, it came down for both Katie and I, like who we kind of knew together the most. And then some people who were like very close to one of us obviously would come also. But yeah, it's hard because there's a lot of people that, you know, I'm close to or I've known for a long time, but just you haven't seen in like the last whatever years. And so it just doesn't make as much sense. They're out of the loop. I'm never mad when I'm not invited to a wedding because I'm always like, that seems exhausting. Like, if you if you don't, if you, like, please don't worry about it. Yeah, there, it is always a mixed thing. Like, oh, fuck, why wasn't I invited to a wedding? Hey, I don't have to go to a wedding. Yeah. The weddings are fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I've been lucky that I've gone to good weddings. Have, I haven't been to one of those serious weddings in a while. Oh, yeah, I haven't been. Yeah, you're right, to a wedding that's like a, like, you know, way more... Like a really long sermon. Yeah, where they're saying nice shit to each other. Well, everybody says nice stuff, but sometimes <laughs> it's like how like how homo- homophobic is the wedding going to be? And then... I was doing my curmudgeon character, mm. which I do 24-7. Yeah. yeah. No, you've nailed it. <laughs> You're like a really quiet uh, Lewis Black. <laughs> I'm, the qu- I'm the quiet Lewis Black. Yeah. Do you... Um, Put you... it on your headshot. Put that. <laughs> There's no headshots. There's no headshot culture anymore. I know. I know. How do people even get booked if you don't have a photo of you as a I dentist? Know, you just fucking take a little selfie. It's like better than a 10,000. I'm joking. Yeah. Photographers out there, I was joking. Do you, um, let's talk about this, uh, this crazy album you put out, man. Yeah. Seven discs. Seven. Uh, well, it's nine volumes that fit on seven LPs. There's no CD version. There isn't. Okay. No, I was it gonna doesn't ask make you sense anymore to have CDs. But there's a digital version, and then there's a seven LP version. I feel like that you're cheating yourself if you just get the digital version. A little bit, but you know, but 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 uh, but, it, but peppered throughout a, a really great dance mix, you know, the sound effects and all the random things could really pep up any party. What's the running time on 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 all the uh, various? I think, and I'm quoting some article. I think it's 274 minutes or something. I can't. I don't know. 274 minutes. It's like four or five hours. That's cool. That is a long time. I mean, 45 minutes of it is just crying. Yeah. But then the rest of it is other stuff that's weird. <laughs> you have, a, I know you have like, you have an, an actual proper stand up. Yeah, yeah, album. there's a stand And also the whole thing is $15. Like if you buy digital. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's a normal, that's the thing about it. It's sort of like you can listen to the stand up and oh, then yeah. if you want, listen to the other stuff, but you're not, it's not like $100. Right. Um, the vinyl set's like 60 and actually, it's funny that I say it's not $100, because there is like a robe version that is like $225. Oh, it's got a robe. Yeah. A robe that you wear and listen to. Because I, I saw our mutual friend, Megan, mm-hmm. from Sub Pop a few weeks ago, and yeah. she was telling me all the... very. Are you doing a chair? Yeah, also? somebody bought it. A $1,200 <laughs> chair with built-in speakers. But it's like a really nice... Like, it's a chair that might be $1,200 regardless of right. if there's an album in it. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like a you know a, a, a mid-century modern chair. So it worked out. Someone's like, I fucking need a chair anyway. Yeah, exactly. I like Eugene. So, yeah. So what other what other uh, sort of those are the two? Oh, there might be a dog version that like would be Megan's. Like meeting Megan wanted to, I think she wanted to make a collar and then have it be with like a dog she was adopting. So there would be theoretically one dog version of the album. <laughs> Do you know who bought the chair? Um. I'm not sure. It might have been Mike Birbiglia, or it might, yeah, yeah, or it might be somebody else. A lot of people have said to me they wanted it, but basically, once there was a picture of the chair and people knew what it would look like, somebody bought it. And I think it's Mike, but I but I could be wrong actually. That's uh, why do you think it's Mike? Because he had told me a while ago that he wanted to buy it, and then when there was a thing, like when it was when there was like the photo, I think he tr- he tried to or maybe did. I love it. Did you? Uh, were there any? Were there any other? Uh... 
Did you think of doing like a command performance of it for 10,000 or something? Of like the whole, like performing the entire album live? Yeah, I mean, I'm just popping. I'm just thinking of I don't think I will creatives. ever try to cry again that much. Um, Did you, then, was it actual crying? I mean, yeah, I don't know that meaning was I actually did i wait till i was super sad and recorded it did you like think of a time i could yeah. do one of your shows and I, I, yeah I, can't, I thought of a time when i first started doing stand-up when people were like i don't get it and then i was like i think this is my fault and then i and then i cried and cried no i thought of all the sad things in the world and in life and then i just cried and recorded it wow so so it's so you didn't loop it you didn't like... no i did not loop it that's the thing that no it was all it's all no none of it is looped which uh, and w- I really could have like cried for 15 minutes, but it, there's something really yeah. both cathartic and funny. No, I feel like if you're going to do it, you, do it. Yeah. It's yeah. that's, if you're going to go ahead and put out a seven disc, including a side of crying, you should really go. Yeah. yeah exactly. I think you did it right. Yeah. The, <laughs> so you got a side of crying, you got the fuckscape, right? Yeah. That's music to, and to, to make love to. And that's like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to do that live on the tour that I'm about to do. And by it, I mean like a, you know, seven minute version or five minute version. So there's not enough time for people to actually start fucking. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are in every state. Maybe in California it'd be fine. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of things are on the fuckscape? Because I haven't, I haven't. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's just a sweet jam with a lot of me saying sort of ridiculous, uh, either sexual things or things that can be retroactively interpreted as sexual. So like sort of Barry Whiteisms. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's me saying stuff like Shabbat Shayum. <laughs> so whatever that is, with the right with the right person, that would uh, yeah, exactly. That can set them off. Yeah. So you got a, a side of stand up, a side of uh, fuckscape. Yeah, a meditation. Meditation. Yeah, that's uh, both silly and and uh, and also soothing. Really? Meaning I don't like yelling it. Like it's like I mean soothing. Meaning it's right. You me don't talking. It's not a practical way. joke where you start screaming like a fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear your dick off, <laughs> you monster. It's like, oh, moment, fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying silly things, but yeah. it's sort of, it's sort of, I guess, somewhat satirical of a meditation, and then also somewhat soothing. Right. What else do you have on there? Uh, sound effects. Sound effects. Um. So it's me going like a uh, cat, meow, uh-huh. and then it's, it gets weirder, you know. Now, are you, are you excited about meeting the first person who says, I listen to everything on this? I talked to one person <laughs> who I think had, like meeting in an interview, um, No, which is, yeah, I, I'm, but, I don't think anyone should sit down and listen to all of it at once. Right. This like comes that. out tomorrow, right? It does. It comes out tomorrow. Oh, you gave, you mean like a little promo? Oh, sorry. Co- there's, well, yeah, I mean, I've been doing press, so all the- Yeah, yeah, promo. The, yeah. The, the people have been listening to that to then interview me and go like, huh? Heard all the orgasms. Not bad. 195. There's 195 orgasm sounds. 195? Yeah, they're all tight. All have titles. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I love. How many uh, vinyl did they press? Do you know? I think of the album. I think a few thousand, like one or two thousand. I bet you'll sell all of them, man. I'm, I'm hoping. Did now when you thought of this, was it like? Uh... Uh, I should do a seven, and then, and then you said, "Oh, I should do a seven. I should really do this." I think I thought of it as a joke that I should do a hundred, uh-huh. and so I'd be like, "I should make a hundred. and then I was like, "I'm never really going to make a hundred because that's clearly ludicrous, and it wouldn't be like disc fifty-seven would be just you know nonsense. And so I was like, so I always thought of it as a joke, and then at some point I was like, um, oh, I think actually if I like made just like ten or twenty, uh-huh. you could really do that. Like, you can make ten things, you know, some of which are." like that are like funny and then like one or two are like a concept like the crying or whatever but like the crying to me was like i always wanted to put a sticker on an album that just said like featuring over 45 minutes of crying like that would be (laughs) the greatest thing ever but to do it you have to cry so so the yeah so the album so when i realized i could make it like nine ten whatever Uh volumes then i then i was like i'm gonna really do this and then i talked to sub pop and they you know because because they all like, I think the way it works there is, like, they all kind of have to be behind a thing, especially like this, uh-huh. um, and be like, yeah, we would be into promoting, or whatever, like, all the different departments. Um, and then I started working on it with friends. I love it, because it's also, like, like 100 discs, you would probably have to price that at, like, $500. So then it'd be... Digitally, a... you wouldn't. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. sort of what... But yeah, you would. Vinyl would be insane. But also, I just don't think, like... I mean, one, I didn't want to spend, like, 15 years right. making a thing. <laughs> Um, but this is like an affordable 
cool yeah. big package. And also the vinyl version, sixty bucks. Most like yeah, like if you go and buy some band's new vinyl, it's often like twenty, thirty bucks now. Right. That's that's sweet deal. It's a pretty good deal. Are you um? Was it, is there a poster inside? There's a tiny uh, <laughs> there's tiny liner notes by Daniel Kitson. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. tiny ones. Well, meaning. I just saw them there. I mean, they're not tiny. They're like, it unfolds. Oh, there's I like see a little, There isn't a poster, but there's like a little booklet. And there's a download card if you yeah. buy the vinyl. Yeah, yeah, So you can listen to it on your computer, play it for your friends. And never have to scratch the precious vinyl. Yeah. Are you a big vinyl guy yourself? Uh, Not not huge, but a little bit. Meaning like I have like, well, I have a ton of old like comedy records and stuff. And then some things that I have from like just, you know, random either you know, imports or whatever from like the when I was, you know, in college. Yeah, I have a turntable, but yeah. it, it's it's got a, hooked up to a preamp. Mm-hmm. So if there's any techies out there, it's buzzing. What do I do? Ground it. You got to probably ground it. Really? Maybe. Oh, I don't even need to reach out. I got my techie yeah. right here. Uh, but I don't know for sure. But actually, for this for the album release party, I emailed uh, a company, Crosley, that makes record players. Uh huh. And because I wanted to set up a bunch of listening stations, and so they oh, sent me uh, a bunch of portable record players, and I'm going to set up like nine listening stations. Oh, cool! So you can listen to. When all is the, the party? Things. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. What are you doing? Come on down. Shit. I maybe I can. Oh, tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. I'll have to work at like ten o'clock. Ooh. At my uh, at my night watchman job. job. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, I hope you beat stand up or. <laughs> my, my, uh, I like night watchman. Do you, are you a trader in Hong Kong? <laughs> Um, so are they going to let you keep the, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they for just, them, I think it's much cheaper than, I mean, they're also like not, they're like small portable ones, but yeah, I'm going to keep them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I have also like two of their players. Like I really like them and they're really convenient. Are they the ones that you can uh, record on? T- they can, they record onto a, I'm sure what is, what am, not the ones MP3. I have, but I think others of theirs. Yeah. It's cool. I can't wait for Crosley to send me a, a new huh. turntable. <laughs> I just need to let this sit so people take it in. They go, oh, he's serious. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, if you're a car company listening, please send us a car each. <laughs> yeah. I got some free Mentos. Did you? Do you ever ask for free shit on, on Twitter? Um, I mean, I asked for some record players. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you uh, did it on Twitter? Well, I think I asked who to contact. And yeah. then once they gave me the, that, I emailed the person. <laughs> um, I, I once, I periodically will, will tweet car companies and be like, hey, can I have like an Audi? Or whatever it is, and first of all, I can no one is of course gives it to you because they shouldn't. But uh, but Audi did tweet back a photo of a toy Audi and was like, "Here, here you go." And I was like, "That's a start." Yeah, that's it. That's... Yeah, that's that's they know how to engage people. This is before it turned out that they lie about all their statistics or whatever. <laughs> this is years ago before they ruined their brand. So who's on the show tomorrow? Uh, Derek Brown. Okay. Wyatt Sinek. And uh, John Benjamin. That's it. Yeah, that's that so. could that'll fill out of time. John Benjamin. Oh will yeah. Do well, also I, I'm going to do a bunch of new stuff, and then yeah. I'm going to do some of the Fuckscape live. Wow. Friends coming. We're going to do the musical thing, and you know, you never you never know who might drop by. <laughs> do you think? Uh, let's think of someone who won't drop by. I can't. Rickles. Don Rickles. Yeah. I mean, I'll tweet him. Is the show at the Bell House? It is at the Bell House, yeah. I got a frantic uh, message from someone who I don't know that well, and she's like, hey, I need the, the backstage door code at Bell House. <laughs> and I don't, yeah, I was like, I think but, she's fine, but I didn't know it. And I was right, also right. like, it was also a weird thing to. Yeah, would it be weird to say it on the podcast? It also, they change it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. I don't remember it. Um, but that's just a Bell House related anecdote. That I thought I'd muscle in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go on tour with this? Yeah, for I mean, for a handful of dates. Like I'm going to do L.A., Largo, Seattle, and Portland, and then uh, Boston at the Paradise. So I'm just doing a handful of shows. Doing some major markets. I'm doing some big markets, though. I mean, those markets are going to be like, oh my god. Are you going to do a victory lap? Uh, through like, <laughs> well, a... I think at some point I might do a bigger tour, but I just, you know, I have to. I had because I put out a Netflix special that sort of like that had some of the newer material because uh-huh. the stand up on this is similar to the stand up on the Netflix. They're yeah. like, you know, 80% the same or 70. And uh, so some of that stuff. So I actually have to write more new stuff, but I kind of wanted to do a handful of shows. And I'm going to actually, the tour I'm going to do with Derek Brown and Josie Long. Oh, that's fun. So that'll be really fun. How are you traveling? 
Um, you know, in, uh, in airplanes and then one drive. <laughs> Is Josie Long living here? No, though. I think she got a visa where she can do shows. She just did her one-woman show here. And uh, I think she's going to come here a lot. But, yeah, she's. we're going to all fly to each city and then I think drive to, from Seattle to Portland. Sweet. Do you um you got any good stories, good road stories? You always have a, <clears throat> do you have any good feuds with anyone lately? I don't mean personal, but I yeah, mean Yeah, yeah. Oh, like uh like your Time Warner one? Oh, yeah. No, I uh I haven't It's true. Uh, I have no 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 one no, no one has quite uh well there was like the new well the New Hampshire parking ticket parking ticket thing. Uh-huh. That's on this album and that was like I took out an ad this summer <laughs> in their like summer guide. Um, though it's funny cause when you do the bit live, you tell, you say all the details, but yeah. like when you just see the ad, like as people just saw the ad and then they didn't know, like, like I'd get emails that are like, why didn't you just pay the parking ticket? And I was like, oh, I, I did. I just like, I'm not going to not like, I, this is a joke. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to just, I'm not going to rent a car to contest the ticket in New Hampshire, <laughs> but, but it's funny to see. I mean, most people actually, it turns out people are. Uh, in New Hampshire, parking is like hugely contested. So everyone was like, "You really like, struck one against the government, right?" For like, the I, I wish guy. I had the guts to take that ad out. <laughs> yeah, yes. <clears throat> what um? So you travel in your planes? Yeah, I travel in planes. That's a dumb. That's the worst fucking no thing I've like, ever. Well, said. I'm gonna. I mean, look. I'll be honest with you. you travel in planes. I am literally that was my in question. Store. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take a train to Boston. I'm traveling in car, train, and plane throughout this entire tour. That's the weakest thing I've ever. So you travel in planes. <laughs> I like just probably better to have silence than me come up with that to fill the silence. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> so I tried to make plane. it comfortable. You eat food. Yeah. Uh, fluids when you're thirsty. Food. What you're a big food guy. What do you, what's your latest passion? Um. What's my latest passion? Well, there's a restaurant called Toro here that I love. You know, my brother gave me a gift card for Toro. Oh, is really? it the one in the meatpacking district? Yeah. I have to cash that in. It's awesome. It's really it's good? Really, really what good. kind of food is it? It's uh, tapas. Oh. It's really good. Yeah, there's one in Boston. And actually, when we made this album, we would often record in Boston. Well, I had recorded the whole thing in Boston. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'd, me and Matt and Christian, who I recorded with, we'd, we'd go to Toro or this one Chinese restaurant that we really loved. Oh. So every time we'd work on the album, we'd go to one of those two. That place you uh, you got takeout from. Yeah, that was good. That was the place. Hey, I'm from New York, and that was good. Yeah, it's in Brookline. Who would have thought? <laughs> I don't know much about. Was Brookline a uh... just a place? Yeah. I mean, it's a place with like you know, it's a. Uh... I wonder if I've done a show in Brookline. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could have done Coolidge Corner. Maybe I did the restaurant you got the food from. It's not likely. I don't think they or you. They don't have a place to do a show. So if you did, it was weird. I know. I was. I wasn't completely serious when I said that. But, but there are. Well, Boston has such a there huge history a of. Chinese I mean, that's restaurant I, comedy. Yeah, yeah. When I was in college, I did it. At, I did comedy at a Chinese restaurant in Hadley, Mass, and then. Yeah. I did it in Boston. What was it? Nick's used to have them at, didn't they? Did, oh, I don't know. Did Nick's have like road rooms? Oh, know. you know what? You're right. They have like the Kowloon or yeah, I don't really Kowloon, know that's who the has one I'm that. thinking of. Yeah. The Kowloon is what yeah. triggered me to say that. Yeah, the Ding Ho. Ding Ho, there we go. And then you know, the comedy studio. Yeah. Where did you record the, the stand up? It was in Seattle at the Columbia City Theater. What is that? It's a small theater slash recording studio. It's great. Really? Yeah. You'd love it. You should record a thing there. I just did this uh, kind of punk rock place there called El Corazon. Oh, really? Have you ever done that place? I don't think I have. It was good. It was one of those where you're like, oh, this might be rough. And then there was just a bunch of angels. Yeah. Sold out. Soap in the bathroom. I mean, (laughs) everything you're looking for. When you say soap in the bathroom, it makes me scared. Where are you going that there's no... Really? I always find that... I mean, I just went to a place where they didn't have toilet paper in in the bathroom. And also nothing. They also didn't. You have, have a dressing room. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not stocked with. I did a place where basically I had to go. Did Did you know there was a show? Like <laughs> this, like it was not. It was like nothing backstage. Like they didn't even know. I'm not going to reveal where it was, but uh, sure. Basically, they they didn't even know. Like you didn't think maybe a bottle of water or something like to, no and what toilet paper? You didn't. I don't. It's just amazing. Wow. Because when I have guests in my, you know. Yeah, my guest caught it. I mean, that's, in Malibu. And was that? I'm just gonna. Is was that the Rydman Auditorium in in uh, Nashville? <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was the. It was the uh, Sydney Opera House. 
known for <laughs> for pranking comics with no toilet paper or water. You worked in Australia, right? I haven't. I've never been there. I really want to go. Yeah. Oh my god, you're overdue. I know. Uh, I will hopefully, like in the next year, I'll go there. Either you know, is it just not worked out time wise, or? I think there was like one offer that was like in exchange for coming here in an airplane and doing like a show every day will give you very little money. And I was like, I'm just going to wait a year Yeah, where like, you know, cause I really want to go and see it, but I just like want it to no, it's smart. make it's, sense. Uh... Um, but yeah, hopefully in the next year I'll do it. It's delayed gratification. Yeah. I've heard it's awesome. It is. It's really great. Yeah. And the amount of frequent flyer miles you get is just. Just from the one flight. Now you're good about that shit. Pretty good, yeah. I remember checking into a hotel in uh, Seattle next to you, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like some like I'm pretty good. I have all the memberships, and this was like I prefer hotels. Yeah, yeah. Like you had you had like an I prefer number. I was like, holy shit! It's well, because it's like hardcore. Well, because <laughs> you get through them. It's like not any specific chain. It's just a bunch of nice hotels, and yeah. so you get free upgrades and free internet. Yeah, they don't. Whatever. They don't actually give you any free rooms, but they. No, but you get, but you get better rooms. But yeah, I do. I mean, I think I just travel a lot. So, no, I love so that. Like I just try to make it as pleasant as possible. No, I, I was just that because it was just like, wow, this is kind of a obscure chain. This guy's ready to go. Yeah. Well, no. Then I of course immediately signed. I immediately signed up. Yeah. Yeah, and I've stayed at a few. They're nice. Yeah. Uh, so if they're listening, which I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> if small luxury hotels of America are, are paying like, attention. Oh, they're paying attention. You know what I'm asking for. Should they send us around reviewing send, yeah, their yeah, hotels? Out of respect, send one to my guest as well. Do you? Uh, what kind of status you got on the airlines? Uh, it changes. Um, n- nothing, nothing fancy. What's your favorite airline? Uh... I don't know. I'm meaning, meaning like I like they're all like all of them are like, I don't know, the business class of all of them are sort of similar. Yeah. Um, Some are like really nice. Like if you're flying from, you know, here to L.A. or if you're flying to like England. If you go to Australia, you got to You can't do anything less than business class. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm I sure mean, I haven't done it. I haven't taken a flight that that. Yeah, long. It's, it's uh, you know, you fly to L.A. first and then it's L.A. To right. Australia, it's like fourteen more hours. Okay, yeah. Oh my god! It's but it's great, mm. and there's good coffee. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, <laughs> I was the coffee on the fourteen hour flight because no, I want to make fli- sure no, I'm the, up. No, the plane coffee is not good. Oh, the oh, coffee in Australia. Australia. Yeah, haven't you ever met an Australian? They fucking I have yammer on all... about their fucking coffee. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, and I'll to... ask him next time. <laughs> oh, that you don't wait. have to ask him. I can't wait. To hear a tedious story about coffee. <laughs> um, hmm. So, are you going to go over to England? I don't have a plan to right now, but I would love to go back. Uh, you know, I did shows, you know, I can't remember, maybe three or four or five years ago at the Soho Theater yeah. with, like, a few friends, and that was really fun. So, I'd love to go back at some point um, and do more shows. Remember when we did the, the 100 the, Club? The 100 Club. That was awesome. That was really cool, man. Yeah. That was... Uh... That was a super fun time. That was, that was. I think they. Gave, I think I had a hotel with a shared bath, which wasn't fun. Well, you know, there. Like, it's funny because we went this time when I did the Soho. Like, we stayed in an apartment, and it was all twin beds, and it was just like I didn't even know that that was like a thing that. Yeah. Could I, happen when I tour Europe. There, sometimes it'll, they'll take two twins and put them together, and you're like, Yeah, that creates at least a huge sort of, gap. Like, right. It's like two separate frames. Yeah, I think that it's. But it, but uh, I don't know. But it, it is really. So yeah, like the shared bath thing. Like there are like things like that where you're like, oh, I didn't know that you would that anyone that like I'm I didn't know I was in a men's hotel by accident. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Um, yeah, it's very. And then then some of some some they have these showers where they're like, seemed like specifically designed to flood the whole bathroom. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but I think there's like an angle. Did you ever do Norway? Did you? Do I was shows? just gonna yeah. say in Norway. I did. I think we did maybe the same like yeah, theater some... with like the comedy group. Last time I played Norway, they put me up in a place that looked like it was gonna be nice. It was like a I, should, yeah. I don't remember the brand, but it was one of those where you probably wouldn't stay in the states, but you're like, oh, if it's in downtown Oslo. But yeah. they were they took pride. I would walk around the room and there's like, there's no phone in this room. And then you find this little card like, hey, we don't have phones here. But uh, if you want to call the front desk, you can use like Viber or Skype. Like, I'm going to Skype the front desk. <laughs> you fucking... 
That's really funny. I had yeah, I that when I stayed there there was like I can't remember. I eventually I was in a it was like a pleasant room, but it was funny cuz their desk was also the it was like a children's yeah. school desk. It was very minimalist, but in a way where you were like where where it seemed like they were joking. Like this is like this is our Norwegian desks. Yeah, and they this place also had there was no closet. I'd just walk around this room and go like it was just this what's missing from this room? Oh, a, a closet. And there was like three pegs like to Yeah. Um but otherwise uh but a really fun place. But Elton John would have a lot of trouble in this room. He would have I don't, nowhere I, to put up. I don't travel with seven suits like he does. But yeah. uh, but Norway, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. And that was really that was also the only place I don't know if you've done it. It was the only place I've done a show in English where the first language is in English. And it was great. And it was like fun. And they their English is so good that it's like almost like suspicious. And also, yeah, that's true. It's almost it's amazing, especially like Sweden. They just go yeah. back and forth between perfect English and then I'm guessing perfect Swedish. Yeah. Maybe their Swedish is bad in Sweden. Yeah, maybe they don't actually even fully learn it. Have you performed in Sweden? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't you do a tour with... I did a tour, and then I went back there. I did a whole little European tour. Oh, wow. And I went to... I've never done a European tour. That's something that I've actually really wanted to do. I'll hook you up with the right guys. Oh, great. Uh, Helsinki's good. Yeah. Norway. And it's all... I was about to ask you, it's all in English, but clearly... I was like, you don't speak six languages. <laughs> do you do, like, when you go to each country? Well, you know I speak Finnish. The... Yeah. I speak much... Yeah. Everyone knows I speak Finnish. No, but I... It... Even stuff, they were just so, like, into watching the show that... Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was a thing where we're like, hey, it's okay if we don't get it. You know, like but the, they, the vibe wasn't like, what you mentioned a story where you fucking we don't right, know that right. story, you fucking asshole. But they would like, get tell the us context. about that story. You, yeah. I would just explain, go, hey, Walgreens, that's uh, yeah, it's like your whatever they call it Dunst over there. And, and then they were on board. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, and us uh, Sweden's great. Yeah. Did you have you toned down your touring or just because you're doing Bob's Burgers and all that or or? Uh yeah. Well, I did a pilot. Uh, like that that's like a travel thing but but yeah i mean i have and then bobs because we're but we're actually i think we have like a few more weeks and then we're like on a little break um and they're writing new episodes we just got picked up oh nice for for two seasons which is awesome oh that's great how many episodes is that i think it's 44 holy shit yeah yeah 44 44 episodes. So if you got a hundred dollars an episode (laughs) you would would you would you would still make actually over four thousand dollars yeah yeah, exactly. Th- that's great, man. Um, how how often do you record that? I mean, I've done a few episodes. But one, I, I have once a week. Once a week, you do it. Well, I mean, not every like a few times a month, but we do a table read on Fridays and then record on Wednesdays. Oh man, yeah, I got to get back in on that shit. Yeah, you text Lauren. I'll fucking stop well, the recording right now and text him. Yeah, I should be on the show more. And he's like, "Well, we're going on hiatus, but we'll." Keep Are you on? Hi- when's the hiatus? I want to. I want to time this perfectly. When to annoy him? Um, I think it's in. A, I think the we're recording in a few weeks, and then I think there's a little break. Maybe if I get him before. Oh, you're recording in a few weeks. Wait. Well, yeah, I think this yeah. is the perfect window of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would wait maybe a month or two where they could write you in. Or maybe don't wait a month. Maybe do it now, and then they'll write that's, you in. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. If you want to also, if you're listening to this, and you're like, I'd love to be on television, just find who the creator is and text them, and be like, I'd like to be on your show. At the end of the show, I will give out all the contact information for yeah. all the companies mentioned today, including <laughs> I Prefer Hotels. Yeah. Uh, Crosley. Yeah. The, um, so, yeah, so you, that that's a sweet gig, though, the, the Bob's Burgers. That is great. It's Animation really fun. gigs are really. Yeah, but it's funny because it's so not like it's not like there's a ton of shows that last, you know, over whatever it is seven years. But yeah, it's so. I mean, it's also really fun because Lauren's great. Yeah, he's super chill guy. Yeah, and he's really good at. I mean, at directing. And then everyone is like, it's just very fun to work with everybody. You went to Tall John's wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a John Schrader's right. Yeah, that's the one that Lauren did the sort of give speech at, right? Yeah, because actually Nora well, and and John met. Yeah, that's Bob's. right. Right. Yeah, he was. I was so impressed with that man. Yeah, because I was like, God, that's this guy's. It was like I just can't explain. It was just funny and it was heartfelt. I was like, and I was just like, that's a strength. I, I'm never going to be the wedding speech guy. Have you give, have you been given a speech at a nah, wedding? I, I just I'm too, I don't know. I feel like that's almost like dancing at a wedding. It's too I'm too I, shy to do I that. I did it. I mean, I was the best man at a wedding and and gave a speech, and then also I did I performed Kurt uh, Brunnellers and Lauren's wedding. Oh, you did? Yeah, and uh, and that and it's funny because having to be like 
you know, really sincere and and also funny, but but more importantly sincere. Yeah, yeah. Is like it is it's it's funny because it's such a it's just a totally different thing. Like when people people I think naturally at weddings assume like it'll be easy for a comedian, but actually it's much harder because what you're trying to say is right like an earnest thing of why you like a person and you've known them for decades and why it's important. Right. It's like a comedian at a funeral. Yeah. It's just like no, this is not what we do. Yeah. I mean, it can really cheer you up, though. A good comedian at a, at a bad funeral. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else you got going on, man? What did, so you can have, so what's what's your press uh, junket like? For, besides, I've been doing mostly this? doing a bunch of. I mean, today I have a you know a bunch of press stuff, um, but I've mostly been doing it up until now, like meaning over the last like three weeks or whatever. Now, will you you have a you have a publicist? I do, yeah. And then Sub Pop has publicists. So it, are they just like, you want to do this, you want to do this? And do you say, I want to do everything? Or do you? I, in this instance, because it's also like such a big project, have largely said, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do most of the stuff that is, you know, uh, yeah, including things that I'm like, I don't know exactly what that is. But often the people are really nice and very invested in it. And sometimes you talk, <laughs> talk to people and you're like, oh, I think you're, you're like almost like, like, like things that you're like, I don't know why you're interviewing me, but I, you know, happy to talk to you. Where they're like, they're like some like almost like a restaurant industry magazine, or just like some weird yeah. thing where you're like, oh, that's a lot of questions about like soda consumption. It's always nice when you discover, oh, this person has no idea who I am. Yeah, but largely it's like actually very nice people who have listened to the album and have like, and and because I'd worked on this for so long, it's kind of amazing talking to the, and the first people who had heard it were like reporters that it was it was sent to and so it was kind of neat talking to people who you know largely seemed to enjoy it and thought it was neat and that sort of thing so that's been great are there is are there uh because i feel like because of the unusual nature of the album you're gonna get and i'm sure i did some of them the same questions oh sure but that's yeah, you know part of the deal yeah, i mean that's that's true with anything like yeah. i mean like how many you know like i'm sure if you made whatever you would be asked like oh what's it like to you know, I give I'd say one question per reporter. <laughs> no repeats. Yeah. Even though if they're I'll say, yeah, if you ask me a thing of like, so what's on the album? I'll be like, I've already heard that. Sorry. Have you ever been like, has an interview ever gotten you mad? Sometimes. Yeah. They'll ask a question that and I have a habit of sometimes rephrasing it back in a way that I don't like mean to sound obnoxious. But I'm just like, so what you're saying is. <laughs> did I and I like trying to get to the crust of what they're asking Seriously. and they're like oh yeah that, you know that is I guess a weird so thing. when you ask what can we expect from your show yeah it's like stand up are you saying you don't know what a comedian does yeah <laughs> you're like yeah what can you ex I mean that's fine and I'll say I mean and at this point instead of I'll just be like you can expe expect like 17 minutes of uh observations 28 like i'll just right like, you just say give them random. something just to yeah because yeah i, I gotta come up with an answer to that one that it's i always hard because they're like well yeah what can we expect me to joke around and about things that i've noticed yeah uh, that just, aren't on the album it's not it's a weird i don't know why they ask they they ask that question and i think i think they think it's a great question uh or yeah. they think we're helping you sell your show. It's like no one's going to come to my show. That actually I... is the type of thing when people go like, sell, like, why should people go to your show? And I'm like, I don't. You don't have to. Like, I'm like, like they can. I'd love it, but like, I'm not. I'd much rather just talk about us like anything. Than... Yeah, I'd rather talk about like where I'm going to eat when I'm in that town or something. Right. But... Than like sell people. Like, why should they come? But I, I had a, someone ask me, and, and I could tell she was. It was a student paper, and she sounded like she was 14. Mm -hmm. And she's like. And you could see she's re reading the list of questions that her journalism teacher yeah. says. Why should people come to your show as opposed to the other shows that are in town? It's like, hey, it's not war. It's just I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, if you want to go see that band, I go yeah. see that band. I'm all right. Yeah. Have you toured with any band? Are you? Do you want to do any more of that? Uh, well, I just did Wes's show here, the Cabinet of Wonders. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Stace. Uh, that was very very fun. Um, but I haven't done. You know, I'll like I haven't done any tours with bands. I would maybe do it if it was like a band I really liked or some sort of you know something really fun. But you know, t touring with bands is much harder than just doing comedy in music venues, which Definitely. is what I you know I yeah. like that. Um, but 
yeah, so I haven't specifically, other than more shows with Wes, like I'm going to do some in the spring, but that's really fun. That's yeah. like a bunch of musicians and comics Yeah, he and does writers. the thing, Cam- Cabinet of, Ra- of Wonders. Yeah. I did a little tour with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, we did like four. We burned out like four cities. Yeah. Yeah, he's very fun, and, that, and those are always great. Yeah, I remember one of the cities we were going, it was like a seven-hour drive, and I went online, it was like, $59 flight. And then you... you... See you guys there. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it frees up some space in the van. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, because musicians, they... They're they, used to the road. They're fun. They they travel a lot harder than we do. Yeah. They don't... There's not a lot of I prefer hotel memberships amongst indie bands. Yeah. Now, you sat me with Robin Hitchcock. Yeah. At the wedding. That was cool. He was nice to talk to. Yeah, he's great. And his uh, partner, Emily. Yeah. Emily, yeah. She was very nice. How did you uh how did you meet him? I met him through I mean I think through well through a bunch of p- different people who knew him like Wes and Scott McCoy. Uh-huh. And uh he you know I think I actually f- when I actually first them like I'd met him like a little bit but I think when I first sort of talked to him and then hung out uh there was maybe a movie that Sundance Channel did like a concert ish uh-huh. film or something of him. And I think somebody knew that I was a fan and asked if I wanted to interview him. So I sort of, so like we had talked and then I, and then like I went to his show that night and then I think because I knew a lot of the people he was playing with, we all hung out. So sort of like started like, then he came to our show in London. Yeah. I yeah, met yeah. him for two seconds there. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so, so yeah. So I think like it was just the sort you know, like it's a sort of thing where over time you meet different yeah. people and uh, yeah. And then. End up seeing them and becoming friends. <laughs> I guess so. Now, as you answer the question, I'm realizing the stupidity of the question. No, no, no. The question so, is really so you meet, you sort of meet you enjoy hanging out with each other, and then you hang out again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I've had friends before. I guess yeah. that's where it works. Yeah. How'd you get to know uh, Sarah Silverman? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another OK Cupid success story. Wouldn't that be funny if that's how I met Sarah Silverman? Yeah, but you met her like in the yeah 90s I met her yeah I met her pre OK Cupid yeah and we're not romantically involved no I I know so gossip mongers <laughs> yeah call off the dogs that is the longest siren that's a long siren man yeah someone's getting really arrested someone was really upset about that Robin Hitchcock question <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he sang at your wedding. That was he wrote a song and sang. Well, he no, he he had a song that he had written that he sort of tweaked to okay. be about stuff. Because I heard Katie your name I. in it, I go, I bet he wrote this song. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's a song that we really love that he uh, tweaked to be. You know, he wrote rewrote some lyrics to be like about us and places. It was really sweet. Have you ever really toured with him? It. We've done a handful of shows together, like uh, yeah, like two or three shows, and then he just did this the Wes's show that I was on. Um, but I haven't done like a full tour, but yeah, that'd be a good guy to tour. That'd with. be fun. Yeah, it he's was fun. funny himself. Yeah, and we've done stuff. We were actually once in North Carolina together, like we actually at the Cat's Cradle, where I was doing a show in one room and he was like in another for a few nights. Uh-huh. And we ended up doing stuff on stage together, just like banter. And so, like a few times, we've done that at different shows. Like when we toured, we would right. like end the show with like just doing sort of banter together. It was fun. Is there anyone you'd like to tour with who you haven't toured? You know, I don't know, because I also, like, a lot of it is, like, you know, traveling, like, you want to tour with people that you would, like, love to be with and get right. along with, so there's, like, musicians that I really like, but, like, I have no idea what, like, Jonathan Richmond's like, you know, but he, but I love his music, um, so, so I don't know, so uh, I don't know if there's bands that, band, oh, I guess it'd be more comics, because the truth is, touring with bands is hard, though, yeah. though actually, when Robin and I did it, it was, like, very, like, our audiences didn't necessarily. Some people like both of us, and then some people knew one of us, but would would really like the other. So it was like a very good matching of like. Yeah, you get some new fans that way. Yeah, um, I bet there's you know comics that I'd love to tour with. I'd like to put to bed, but I just want to do a one of those like a package tour where it's like three comics, four comics, mm-hmm. a bus, some tour manager telling me where to go. Yeah, and then I just go out there. And destroy and that's all i do <laughs> yeah uh, well what, maybe, i do my job and i just destroy. Well, if you toured with louis wouldn't you wouldn't that be yeah what that's, that's true like? yeah that's true or do you just fly and buy planes everywhere we have separate planes <laughs> yeah it's not only private jet it's two separate two private jets that's so nice of him do you is it that he gets you a private jet or you have a you have just like a net jet thing 
I'll show we, you my contract later. It's surprising some of the stuff yeah. on there. <laughs> I'll tell you what to add. Definitely add toilet paper. Yeah, toilet paper <laughs> and soap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why'd you bring it from the jet? That's it's pretty valid. You'd have to spell that out to people. Yeah. Hey, uh, it is. I don't know if you've been in a bathroom before, but it is funny when you show up to a show and you're like, "Oh, where are the lights?" And they're like, "Oh, we just kind of. Oh, we didn't think you'd need lights." Like, like whenever that happens, I'm always like, "Do I put that in my?" Rider, is that like, or does someone seem crazy if, like, on your rider is just like water, towels, right? It's like lights. Just there's something, a few decisions you could probably wing. Yeah, like, <laughs> the person might want a sip of water at some point in the evening. Yeah, but you know, I understand people at at home don't have contract riders like we do. No, my favorite thing is just making up right now. <laughs> um, what's on your rider, by the way? I don't know. My rider is, I think food and and uh scotch <laughs> and 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 water it's like it's i think a very standard writer like i don't have a thing like paint the room white right, right. and make sure the flowers are up to my yeah that's you know right. emotional needs that's why I, I get extra mad when uh when they don't it's like you could go to Seven Eleven in four minutes and get what i want to i think if you just added cheddar cheese to your writer then everything else would become taken care of because they'd be like oh we gotta that's get gonna this make them thirsty have... yeah <laughs> Shit, I guess, should we get some crackers? Yeah, let's get yeah. some fucking crackers. Yeah. The, uh, shit, I was just going to say something. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Riders. Oh, man. I hate when I, I hate You're going to put together a tour of you and, like, yeah. two or three oh, other people. Oh, we Yeah, yeah. Touring with Louie. Yeah, do you tour with, how's I've that? With, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, uh. Right, and that must be comfortable, end. and somebody must be like, "Here, go out here and kill for twenty yeah, minutes." Yeah, sometimes you go out. Yeah, sometimes we'd walk in, you know, walk in the hotel, and someone just hands us our keys. Yeah, yeah. Here, you're in three oh six. Yep, but then you can't go like, "I will you, do." You have a? Can I have a better room? <laughs> yeah, can I get a better room at this hotel that I would never pay for myself? Oh, right, you're in a place that's like it's yeah. the f- finest. Of the, there's nothing to improve. Yeah, there's they're usually pretty nice hotels, yeah, yeah. but uh, but then there's the whole. You know, there's always the self-consciousness of being an opening act, I think, after you've been doing it a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at I the, mean, yeah, but on this scale, I yeah, don't know. No, that's I, I don't think so. Because, you know, cause, yeah, that's that's how I always balance it out. I go, well, I'm not going to play the Kennedy Center by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So do I want to go do a show at the Kennedy Center? You could play it by yourself. There'd just be a, you'd lose a lot I would of do one of the smaller rooms. Yeah. I think there actually is a small room at the Kennedy Center. Oh, there might Center be. I was play. just, this is the one in D.C., right? Yeah. I was at the uh, Eddie Murphy Awards thing. You were? Yeah. Why didn't we bring this up? I'm going to have to move this to the front. Uh, what, well, how did you end up there? Uh, a, a, a friend who had like uh, tickets to it invited Katie and I. Um, it was Will who married us. His uh, sister and brother-in-law invited us. And uh, so we were, so I saw that. So it was really fun. What was that like? I mean, it was Eddie Murphy doing a really good Bill Cosby impression uh, <laughs> that ended with like him going like, uh, uh, like something like, "Who is Hannibal Burris?" Like it was really. <laughs> oh, funny. that's funny. It was really funny, and the whole thing was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, it was it was really fun to see. So, did people just pay tribute to him, or? Yeah, basically. I mean, like George Lopez did stand up <laughs> that was like. Like about like Donald Trump, like he was like the only person who was like, I don't know why you're <laughs> doing stand up, like why you're like like not talking about Eddie Murphy. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody paid tribute. Chris Rock did, said it was really funny. He said something like, uh, "God, what was it? He was like the next." He said like, "I've done all these, like I've done like this tribute and this and this. Like the next time there's like a thing that I'm giving you, I hope there's a coffin in the room." <laughs> it's really funny. Um, what does that mean exactly? Meaning that Eddie Murphy better be, like, it has to be his funeral for him to give him, like, a fifth award or something oh, like that. Okay. It's really funny. I mean, I didn't, I'm sorry I've ruined Chris Rock's no, thing no, that'll no. be on, like, I ruined, no, I ruined November it by 23rd. Not getting... Oh, it's going to be on November 23rd? Yeah, on PBS, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, probably. Yeah, it's great. They'll probably cut out some stuff. Do you, um, that's the, I thought Eddie Murphy was kind of a weird choice because he's kind of been out of the comedy loop for a while. I mean, but when I was give, I I picked no. I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's your. Oh point. yeah, uh, yeah. He hasn't done stand up in a while. I don't know, but he's made a lot of iconic movies. Yeah. Um, and they showed all the clean clips of his stand up. It was really there was something really <laughs> funny about being like, and here's him talking about his family, and you're like, oh, that's very sweet, and like 
he's doing a lot of characters, but I wonder like what happens right after that. <laughs> so they're like the presidents in the room. We don't want to show the rest of them. Yeah. Was the president there? No. I mean, you don't mean Tracy Morgan? Because <laughs> he was there. Was he? Yeah. Did oh, you... and Joe Piscopo was there. Seriously? He did. Uh... It's funny because Joe Piscopo was really sweet. Like, they're like clearly like old good friends yeah. in a way that like, you know, I don't know really anything. Like, I know that Joe Piscopo had the Frank Sinatra impression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was like funny seeing this thing. It was like, oh, that was like he had like a really heartfelt kind of sweet story about Eddie Murphy and him going to see uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was it was nice. And like just about being on SNL together and being friends. I don't know. It was, it was good. I once did a show in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I was mm-hmm. in a club and there was a theater attached to the club and I was in the club. No, the theater attached to the hotel, which was attached to the club. And I actually knew I waited in the lobby just to see. Joe Piscopo walk by. Ah. So I go, I bet he's going to have to walk by to get to that theater. Yeah. And uh, sure enough. He did. Sure enough. Things can, dreams can happen if you make them happen. If you sit in a, a lobby in Allentown, Pennsylvania, comfort in. You'll find Joe Piscopo. I bet that's true even today. What is he, is he doing radio? I think he does have a radio show. He didn't promote much of his stuff. He wasn't like, he was Eddie Murphy's done really wonderfully, but let me just tell you about some of my projects. I think that would have been a perfect <laughs> it would have been the yeah. You know, Eddie, I was on JoePiscopo.com the other day. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know exactly what he's up to. Um, he he does a very good impression of Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Um, did you see that weird HBO special he did? No. He did an HBO special. A long time ago or recently? Yeah, when he got really muscly, where he actually re- brought a doctor to test him for steroids, like, and that was part of the special. Oh, weird. I remember that. See, that's the thing. Like, what's funny about seeing this was, like, I knew him as somebody who was, like, he was on SNL, and I didn't know much about it, and then he was, like, into weightlifting, and then... Yeah. And I didn't really know... And then, so it was kind of nice seeing this thing and being, like, oh, I thought he was, like, kookier than he is. He's actually a kind of, like, more, like... He's, like, a little cheesy, but but sweet in a way that was nice. Yeah, he brought his A-game, man. Kennedy yeah. Center. yeah. Yeah. DC. Do you like DC? I do like DC. I didn't used to like DC, and then at some point I go, oh, I kind of like DC. It's, it's got a lot of, you know, I mean, every place, it's got a lot of great stuff, and then it's, you know, full of sadness and filth. You ever take a tour of the White House? I've ne- No, I've never been to the White House. But this, the, if I'm open to visiting. Hey, Mr. President. <laughs> I'm assuming it's one of his, like, aides or assistants that's listening. No, I think... I think since he was on WTF, he's become quite the podcast fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be funny if he was like, eh, I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang the other day. That was my yeah. that was my Obama impression. It was very good. <laughs> it sounded... I mean, it certainly, it was committed. It sounded like you were committed to the character. What do you got going the rest of the day? You know, I have uh, <laughs> some interviews, some getting ready for my release show tomorrow. Oh. I have like, you know, organized stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sold out. I and love that Bell House, man. I know. It's a it's a great space. Yeah, it's all like it's so warm and the great sight lines. I don't know. I love it there. Um, but yeah, I just have a lot of getting ready for my show tomorrow, f- figuring out some bits, getting stuff ready. Well, we'll be done in three hours. Great. <laughs> well, then I should let people know that I'll be two hours late for the other thing. <laughs> Do you want to get right into my some plugs, call. man? Some what? Want to get right into some plugs? This sure. is not like a Pete Holmes seven hour podcast. I was like, well, the, I haven't told you about my childhood yet. And it was pretty rough. It's a lot of crime. Should we talk about when we met, when you came, used to come to Luna Lounge? Oh, yeah. I used to come to Luna Lounge. And before that, uh, m- you know, me and Patrick Borelli and my friend Yuli all drove up from Boston, drove down from Boston <gasps> to see your show. Icky? Yeah. That was it was awesome. We drove down and we saw it. It was it was so great. That show and was that, ahead of its time. Look it up, was, people on Google. Yeah. No, it was amazing. It was so funny. It was so good. And uh yeah, it, it was and I remember like driving for Boston and then we drove back that night. Like I Did you drove really? here to 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 oh, see I, your show and then it was so good. I, I wish I would have known. Any I always provide two nights of hotel for anyone who comes. Oh. If you travel more than three hours to my show, you get two nights of hotel. I think you've over the years provided provided it in spirit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was such a good show. It was so fun. And then yeah, eventually, like I remember coming in college and doing a show at uh, 
God, what was it? Stand Up New York and meeting Zach uh-huh. uh, Galifianakis. And, and I had read this article in the New York Times about the Lunar Lounge, and I was like, this is this sounds incredible. And then I met him there, and then we went to Luna after this, like, bringer show at Stand Up New York. Um, and then I think, you know, probably a few years after that, I did Luna. But I would come down just to, like, sort of see it. I knew Zach when... I'm pretty sure he was like work. He was cleaning houses. He was like yeah. with Bobby Tisdale. Was yeah, it Bobby yeah. Tisdale? They I had think a, so, a house yeah. cleaning service. And uh, and now in hindsight, I remember Bobby and Miles did like because I remember that like did some preacher bit. And I remember like years into like knowing Bobby, like we were doing invite them up, being like, wait a second, you and Miles ever do like a weird preacher thing? And I was like, oh my god, I was a, we did a show together. Like I probably have like a tape VHS tape somewhere with like a post-it with Zach's number and then like their bit. Or something, you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird the way people get successful. Yes. I don't mean it's weird. It's just weird. It's like, oh, I knew that person when they were doing that. Yeah. But I mean, that's almost, that's everybody. Like, meaning, I met you, this is like, we're talking like, this is 1999 or something. Yeah. I must have driven down to see your show, right? 98. You knew me when I was just a millionaire. (laughs) Yeah, I knew you as a regular, as a person with, I I always thought of it as around half a million, but at the time it was like, that was a lot. Now that I've just hit the one billion. Yeah. I should start doing that, claiming them a billionaire. You you should. Like every show, bring it up. Yeah. And, and and people would be like, oh, wow, and you still, he just, like, lives in a modest apartment um, that's lovely. How's your place in Brooklyn? You know, it's it's an apartment in New York. You're, like, the like, first guy to move to Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was me and then Colin Quinn. Did you ever live in Manhattan? No. I When I first moved here, I thought I'd move to Manhattan. Like, I was, like, the village, like, I was, like, I'm going to move to the village. And then at some point, I was, like, actually, I'd like it to be a little quieter, and I like Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. It's great. I mean, you know, it's funny. It's all like everything is small. Like I remember my mom at some point who we were visiting and like very nicely was like, oh, this is like a really wonderful student apartment. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. It is like, you know, no one anywhere else would, would be like, yeah, no, I it's good. The, we, you know, we yeah, my fridge is the size of like a dorm fridge, but that's just my life. <laughs> I got, you know, I got Metallica posters up. Yeah. Yes. I'm one Metallica poster away from being like, Oh my! Are you in college? Then you had that great show, Rafifi. Yeah. Wait, it was called was it was called Invite, Invite Them, them up. up? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a good show. That man. was fun. I used to live so close to that show. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh man, just walk over there. Those shows were fun because they were like fun hangs. Like, yeah. The show was great, and then and then we'd have you didn't, didn't want to like run afterwards. out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I have footage of I made this demo thing, and I have footage of uh, Aziz DJing one of those. After oh, party, so funny. it's probably got to be at least ten years old. Yeah, I will uh, sell him the footage for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It is funny how many. Yeah, well, that's what you were saying. Like, watch people see, like all the people we know. Like, they would perform there, and they ever like a lot of them now all have shows or some something like it. Yeah, I'm like uh, yeah, everyone went. Everyone did that show. Yeah, did Louis do that show? He'd done it. Yeah, I mean, he was already quite popular. Was at the he? Time. I, don't I mean, like... he wasn't like. I don't what like he to is think now, about that. but he was he's he was very. I had always like because he used to come to the Hong Kong in Boston and do shows like when he was when you would come to do Doctor Katz. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of where I met the first. Actually, I think I don't know if I'd first met you there. I might have come met you here first, but like I remember Louis and Ron Lynch and you and and Benjamin all coming to the Hong Kong at different times. That was pretty amazing. That it, yeah. I recorded an album there, and that was yeah. That's a. Except for the scorpion bowls that some people are drinking. Yeah. Which sometimes could get in the way of them focusing. Yeah. It's a pretty great room. It is It is a great room. And it's, it's still going strong, right? It is going strong. I think it's actually going very strong, and it is a great room. And it is funny that, like, offhand, there isn't another club you go to where people drink out of a communal punch bowl. <laughs> and also, what the, that, the, the, the scorpion bowl has to be ordered by at least two people. You can't order it. Oh, really? Out. Because I think it's like an illegal amount of alcohol to give to an individual. Yeah, it's got it. Yeah, I love that it's two people. It's probably like nine drinks. It's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of funny that it's like then diluted into yeah, two if people. It's two people can handle that. It's only yeah sixteen shots of alcohol. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's fun. There must be someone like, did we just say we're having the? We just. I'm just going to order two straws. Yeah. <laughs> just not that you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and get a drink of your. So it's like scorpion bowl and a, and a diet coke also. Oh, no, we're, sh- we're sharing the Diet Coke as well. 
These are uh, these are scorpion bowl hacks. If you guys, these <laughs> scorpion bowl life hacks. If you <laughs> want to drink a whole scorpion bowl alone, you don't want to just buy rum to drink at your house. Because yeah. that's, I guess that's sad. And then a scorpion bowl alone is. Are you still drinking Doers Doers Neat? Um, no. You've kicked it up, right? No, like, oh yeah, but also I've kicked it down. Where meaning like like more mixed drinks. Oh really? Like I'm, yeah, like meaning like I'll, I won't have glasses of straight like a lot like at a bar like lots of glasses of straight scotch just because uh you can get you can get drunk <laughs> pretty quickly so I... so mixed drinks so probably more mixed drinks and some cider there's oh, a... like hard cider I, well i never really like beer that's part of it all is there's like also... a good cider bar on uh oh really yeah i'll tell you about it off yeah off i camera. love it's really uh, i went there the other night actually uh, yeah i love hard cider especially uh my favorite brand is down east maybe they'll send down me east? some down east, here's a here's what we need. We're gonna need a case each. Yeah. Yeah, the cider is good. Yeah. And um, so are you part of the mixology culture of? Do you like signature oh, cocktails? I mean, I like. Well, in general, I like to try stuff, but I don't know. Like, there wouldn't be a place that I'd show up and be like, "Hi, I'm part of the mixology culture." Did you go? Because Hi, no uh, hello, nice fest. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to find the place because of the secret entrance yeah. with the blue dot on top of it. But I, I think I did the correct series of knocks. Yeah. And I walked through the hardware store. Right, right. I'm ready through, for a drink. Through the the hot dog shop. I think I've, I mean, in terms of that, I've been to like places like that like twice. Like meaning. Yeah. But but no, I mean, yeah. I, well, I like in general anything that's, I like to try stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, and I like cocktails, I guess. <laughs> I like that I'm, I'm like saying it like it's like a gotcha question. It is a guy. Just like yeah. Oh. So uh... you in 1998, you said <laughs> you would never have a cocktail in here. You are drinking cocktails. Eh, it seems that uh, you did have a Moscow Mule. Yeah, yeah. Just the other day, I had some sort of a version of a Mos- the uh, a Mission Mule at a restaurant with John. That was like some interpretation of a Moscow Mule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um. And it had probably like one giant ice cube in it. So oh, I love the one giant ice cube. Pretty good time. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what started all. Was like, oh man, we have six different kinds of ice. Yeah. Oh, I'm into it. Yeah. Well, Eugene, what Thank do you, you? Anything you want to uh, plug? Yeah. Well, my album that comes yeah. out tomorrow. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Yeah. How now? How many? That's always agonizing. Thinking of a title. What did it take very long? It. I had. A, that was always sort of my favorite. But yeah, I made lists and lists of sort of possible titles and then sort of always came back to that one and I thought it was very fitting because it because I feel like both are, are earnest <laughs> parts of, of I'm making sorry an I album wasted like this. four hours of your time and yeah you're welcome yeah me. I like that well I think it's yeah I mean also it's like it's not like anyone has to listen to it so there's sort of like yeah. you can just listen to the stand-up and be like yeah. okay that's done or you can listen to the meditation or the fuckscape few I'm, orgasms I'm waiting for like one bitter comic to go that were my album, it would have been all stand-up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, seven, there's also... been seven volumes of stand-up. Yeah, yeah. That shit's... That, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, I Yeah, I think that'll happen. I think people would be like, I don't know why there's uh, sound effects. You could <laughs> you could get sound... There's better sound effects out there. Is this going to be on Spotify? Yeah. the entire In its entirety? I believe so. I mean, Ooh. I don't know, but I think so. You'll yeah. be like the only guy who makes money on Spotify because if people listen to the entire thing. Yeah. I'm hoping DJs put it, start putting it into hit songs. Oh, that's... I'm probably just like put put some of the noises into a Taylor Swift hit. That's then, one of uh, my dreams yeah. is to have someone sample one of my things legally. Yeah, and yeah. it sells like a million copies. Yeah, we'll yeah. put out a nine-volume thing and I then get a tell DJs that you'd like for them to do that. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, DJs. Put me into your hit songs. Like The Weeknd or someone, Sam, yeah. who I just found out about a minute ago. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I could have told you about him weeks ago. <laughs> the, uh, I'm sorry, you're welcome. Seven, vi- seven disc vinyl. Yep. Nine volumes. Nine volumes or a digital download on mm-hmm. Sub Pop Records available anywhere you buy stuff. Yeah. And, uh, should be out now by the time this goes up the, on the air. Which will be three years from today. Yeah. EugeneMerman.com. Yeah, that's a great place. It's just a fun place to hang out. <laughs> it's a great, seriously. Looking for a place online to hang out? Visit EugeneMerman.com. Grab a patio chair. Yeah. Make a pina colada. Yeah. And log on to EugeneMerman.com. Yeah. 
Then go on to at Eugene Merman. Yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Verified account. Yeah, yeah, I'm really me. It's the real deal. Yep. Thanks, Eugene. Thank you. I'm glad you did this finally. I'm and, very uh, glad to be here. Thanks for doing it. All right, awesome. People, goodbye, everyone. See you next week. Feral Audio. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS ID 399801.